This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. U.S. officials reacted with concern at the news of civilians killed while trying to get humanitarian aid in Gaza. VOA's Jeff Custer reports. Speaking to reporters as he left the White House Thursday, U.S. President Joe Biden said they were still gathering information on the incident. And as he understood it, there were two versions of what happened. U.S. Agency for International Development Chief Samantha Powers, who was in the West Bank Thursday, said regardless of the circumstances, the incident should never have happened. I know investigations are underway to find out exactly, again, what happened today. But again, a core principle that applies everywhere USAID and our partners work around the world is that desperate civilians trying to feed their starving families should not be shot at. Jeff Custer, VOA News. A heavy police presence could be seen Thursday around a Moscow cemetery, a day before the late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's funeral was set to be held there. VOA's Rick Pantaleo tells us more. Along with the police officers at Moscow's Boryovskoy Cemetery, civilians also passed by the area Thursday for fear of reprisals Friday. This is Moscow resident Vladimir. I was just taking a walk around here and decided to change my route and check out what was happening here. I see plenty of police around the cemetery. It's rather strange. I've never seen such a thing. It's unusual. It's like they're on edge. A spokesman for Navalny's family said the funeral of the opposition leader, who died earlier this month in a remote Arctic prison, will take place Friday at a church in Moscow after several locations declined to host the service. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. For pictures, videos, stories, and more, follow the Voice of America on X, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is VOA News. A former career U.S. diplomat admits secretly spying for Cuban intelligence for decades. AP correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. A former career U.S. diplomat says he'll plead guilty to charges that he served as a secret agent for Cuba. 73-year-old former Ambassador Manuel Roca changed his plea from not guilty to guilty, telling a federal judge in Miami he'll admit to two counts of conspiring to act as a foreign agent in exchange for 13 other charges being dropped. Not only did Roca work for the State Department, he was a special advisor to the head of the military's U.S. Southern Command. Roca had been caught on tape calling the U.S. the enemy and bragging about being a Cuban mole for some 40 years of service. I'm Jackie Quinn. Russian President Vladimir Putin has vowed to fulfill Moscow's goals in Ukraine and sternly warned the West against a deeper involvement in the fighting, saying that it's fraught with the risk of a global nuclear conflict. Putin's warning came in a State of the Nation address Thursday, ahead of next month's election he's all but certain to win, in an apparent reference to French President Emmanuel Macron's statement earlier this week that Western ground troops' deployment to Ukraine should not be, quote, ruled out in the future. Putin said it would lead to tragic consequences. Speaking before an audience of lawmakers, and officials, Putin said that it could trigger a Russian response, raising, quote, the threat of a nuclear conflict that will mean the destruction of our civilization. The United Nations peacekeeping mission in Democratic Republic of Congo, known as MINUSCO, started its withdrawal from the country after 25 years by transferring the base of Kamanyola to Congolese authorities on Wednesday. Reuters correspondent Olivia Chan reports. On Wednesday, MONUSCO chief Binto Keita handed over the base of Kamanyola to Congolese authorities in a ceremony. She expressed hopes that the transfer would set a precedent for the mission's disengagement process. Established in 2005, 
The Camagnola base was tasked with protecting civilians and maintaining security in the eastern South Kivu province. Keita reiterated the commitment to work jointly with Congolese authorities for an orderly and responsible withdrawal. The currently 13,500-strong force took over an earlier UN operation in 2010 to help quell insecurity in the east of the Central African country, where armed groups fight over territory and resources. Olivia Chan from Reuters. The flow of thousands of migrants daily through the treacherous migratory highway, the Darien Gap, has been cut off following the capture of a number of boat captains who have been ferrying the migrants to the starting point of their jungle trek. The companies that employed them halted all transport services in protest, effectively cutting off the estimated 2,000 people a day that now enter the jungled passage hoping to reach the United States. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.